This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So let's talk about that subject that the story that we touched on a little bit with the deputy, the first deputy secretary general of the ANC uh, in our conversation a little earlier. So the Boycott Divestment Sanctions Coalition is uh, continuing its call for Orlando Pirates, a football club, not to play a friendly match against the Israeli side Maccabi Tel Aviv, uh, which is scheduled to be played in Spain next Thursday. The BDS coalition say that Maccabi Tel Aviv represents is uh, apartheid. Uh, they represent they represent Israel, whose government it accuses of uh, perpetuating human rights abuses against Palestinians. They have called on pirates to heed the call of Palestinians to stand against Israel. Now, this is the second time there's been a storm around South Africans participating in activities involving Israel or Israeli teams or Israel itself. Well, two years ago, you remember the former Miss South Africa, Lalela Mswani, went to Israel to participate in a Miss Universe uh, um, pageant after government had asked her not to travel to Israel because of government's stance on relations with Israel. Let's speak to the coordinator of the... Um, BDS coalition, the Boycott Divestment Sanctions Coalition. Uh, Roshan Dadu joining us on the line. Good morning. Good morning to you and uh, thanks for inviting us onto the program. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, uh, firstly, let me get, uh, I, w- I would imagine you have seen the the statement released by Orlando Pirates in response to your call, a rather lengthy one. But uh, I think the gist of it in the end, as they sum it up, is that well, the way they put it is that, uh, you know, they are c- governed by rules and it is to the rules that Orlando Pirates went when they confronted, uh, when confronted with calls to withdraw from playing Maccabi Tel Aviv. And they say there is no cultural boycott or boycott of any form from either the South African government, FIFA, or the host country that pirates uh, can base their refusal to play on. Um, that, on the face of it, seems like a, a fair uh, argument that they are putting forward. What, what do you say to that in response? Well, we do appreciate the fact that they have made this statement, and they, as you say, it's a long statement, and they uh, go into detail about how they, as pirates, did um, uh, defy apartheid rules, and uh, um, they they explain their struggle history. But it's a little bit uh, hypocritical in our view, because having done so, they then say, no, they must stick to the rules. Um, and we're calling on them to once again to, to stand up to their struggle history and defy the rules, because there is an international consensus now that Israel is an apartheid state, it's been stated in numerous uh, reports um, that have investigated exactly the situation for Palestinians within Israel. Um, and, uh, you know, both uh, Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch, Palestinian um, Human Rights Organization, Al Haq, and also the mm. Israeli Human Rights Organization, B'Tselem, along with, in fact, many mm. Pal- uh, South African uh, uh, reports have. Mm concluded that Israel does um, does uh, impose a, a regime of apartheid uh, as mm. defined in the UN Convention on the Palestinian people. So given that their statement does explain in great detail how they stood on the side of uh, 
of people fighting apartheid in South Africa, we're saying, well, defy the rules once again and cancel this game because that is the call Palestinians are making on us, yeah. as we called on the international community yeah. to but boycott I, yeah. apartheid. Sure. You know, I think the principles upon which you base your call, I think a lot of people will, uh, particularly South, will resonate with a lot of South Africans. But in this particular case here, I mean, the argument is made also that uh, Orlando Pirates have not invited Maccabi uh, Tel Aviv to play a match against them, nor are they traveling to Israel to play against them, that they, in fact, are honoring an invitation to play and participate in a tournament where Maccabi Tel Aviv also happened to be invited. I mean, South Africans compete and interact with Israelis at all levels um, on, you know, on a daily basis because as things currently stand, there's nothing to stop that from happening. Is it not being a bit unfair on the Orlando Pirates in this, days, uh, in this case to expect them to take a different route from the rest of the country, including the South African government? Well, we're hoping that Pirates will be joining us in calling as we have been. And we wrote also to um, the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture exactly calling on them to implement policy guidelines for a sporting and cultural boycott because we don't think that it's okay, as you say, that relations continue as normal with an apartheid state. As we called on people, as I was saying, you know, under apartheid to isolate and to uh, not play sports and not act normally with a country that's um, implementing such policies, we're hoping very much that given Pirate's statement, they will now be joining us in calling on our government to implement that kind of a policy for a sports boycott and also to pressure FIFA to expel Israel um, from FIFA Mm. so that there would be rules and there would be a consensus around the fact that we don't play sports normally with an apartheid state. Mm. But until such time is, again, I'll come back to the same question, that until such time as a firm position is taken by various um, entities or bodies, including the South African government, to take it clear, to draw a line in terms of where they stand with in terms of relations with, uh, with Israel, can it be fair, really, to expect ordinary um, citizens to be the ones who are, as it were, leading the charge? Well, I think we can see when a rugby team was going to be playing against the Israeli side, yes, that was here in South Africa, from pressure from ordinary people like ourselves and the many soccer fans around the country who want to see this match cancelled, they did indeed cancel that invitation. We also mm. saw our government a couple of years ago. But that's an ago. important context, isn't it? The fact that that was an, actually an invitation to come to South Africa to come and participate in the in that tournament, that rugby competition. I think if you look at our sporting boycotts under apartheid, it wasn't really about where the match was played. It was, it was a principled and a moral position that people around the world took. If you look at what happened in New Zealand, where people, you know, walked onto the pitch, they refused to allow a South African team to play in New Zealand. That same sort of thing happened in the UK. It's not about where the match takes place. It's about the fact that we don't think it's right to play with an apartheid team wherever in the world it happens. And yes, we want to put pressure on our government to implement policy and also on FIFA 
They managed to expel Russia very quickly within a matter of weeks mm. after the invasion of Ukraine. Mm. So why they allow Israel, who is clearly an apartheid state, to continue to play normally um, and then be an excuse as pirates are using mm. to say, well, there's no boycott. So we're calling on pirates to join us and calling exactly for that mm. kind of a boycott. But is it not part of the problem also that there isn't any consensus? Uh, in, there might be uh, a broad, a lot of countries that agree uh, on, uh, you know, in terms of what's happening in Israel right now. However, they haven't followed that up with uh, um, with actions, particularly these larger bodies that uh, there certainly doesn't appear to be consensus, say, for example, from a sporting body like FIFA. Exactly. And so we're hoping that people will now up the pressure and up the pressure on South Africa and its role within these international sporting bodies. It's big money and it's powerful people. But I think we've shown that we can, under apartheid in South Africa, Mm. people around the world took this action. And we can pressure them to, Mm. to actually impose a sporting boycott. Because when you look at the situation for Israelis and Palestinians, Palestinian soccer players actually targeted by the Israeli occupation forces. Just Mm. last month, a young player was killed by a soldier in the occupation forces. Um, And so we, you know, we think that it's uh, perfectly possible, as we did under apartheid here, to up the pressure and to say, no, we don't think this is okay. okay. We don't want to play normally with countries that are imposing the same kind of apartheid um, oppression. Russian Dadu, I have to leave it there. Thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. She's the coordinator of the South African uh, uh, Boycott, Divestment and Sections Coalition. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.